Welcome everyone to today's Ave Torah slash Harlevanon Daf Yomi Shiur. Tonight's Shiur Daf Kuf Dalid in Masechet Shabbat. We'll begin on Daf Kuf Gimel Amur Bet, discussing different explanations of the word Ba'asa Achat Ba'asa Me'achat Mehena. So. The last opinion was Abiyosi. And Abiyosi said, if you look on Taf, Kuf, Kuf Gimel, Amubet, Abiyosi appears um, five lines before the wide lines. Abiyosi made, Ba'ase achat, ba'asa hena. Pa'amim shechayav achat al-kulan. Sometimes a person could write something and be chayav one chatat, for all the letters that he wrote, sometimes he chayav for each and every each and every one of the things that you're writing. We're going to explain that soon. Katani says, We have a little problem. Why? Because you happen to have mentioned Yehuda says, even if you write only two letters, which equal which 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 means they're both the same letter, two shins. He said Yuchayav. But Rida in the Mishnah says you have to write two different ones. So how could the Brita say what, what does Rida really hold? In Rida, the Brita is saying Yuchayav, even if you wrote two of the same, like like his example was Shat, Sas, Tat, Rar, Gag, Chach. All those are two of the same letters. And the Mishnah was different. It said that you have to be two different letters. So according to the same Rabbi Yehuda, in the Mishnah, where it says there has to be two different letters, that was Rabbi Yehuda's opinion himself. Right? The Tanya we learned in the Brightah. So we see Rabbi Yehuda is quoting a different Brightah, where in the second Brightah, the full thing was written. In the second Raita, we didn't just say Yerubida, we said Yerubida in the name of Magaliel, and we said something that, that, that corresponds exactly to our Raita. So the Gemara figured that Yerubida in our Raita was just quoting Rabban Gamaliel like the second Raita. And the Mishnah was his own opinion. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Shimon, Hainu Tarakama. The Gemara says, we see that Rabbi Shimon, who was quoted in the Raita, seems to be the same. I'm sorry, Rabbi Shimon is the same as Tanakhama, right? Because they both hold that if you write any two letters, even they're part of a longer word, Yechayav. V'chi tema aleph aleph. The azarka ika benayhu azreka. Maybe the difference is it aleph and aleph of the word azreka, meaning. The first two alephs of that word is the word azreka, which talks to double aleph. According to Tanakama, he says, you're not chayav. Why? Because in itself is not a word. Since sometimes it comes as part of a, of a kamiya, then you'd be chayav. Let's explain what's going on over here. What happens is like this. The rabbi was saying before that if, the, if you have two letters like gag, two letters 
the exact same blood is written, but they actually are a word, then Yechaya. Now, the, the word Gag, as the beginning of another word, you're going to be Chaya, because it's its own word, similar to Shem Mishimon. Even though, now Shem Mishimon is the same idea with two of two different letters. When, according to this opinion, Gag, if it's the beginning of a word, would be also even though it's the same letters. Now, you might have thunk that that's only true with words like Gimel, two of the same letters like Gimel, Gimel, where both Gimel and Gimel, they're both the same letter, but they equal, oh, actual word, a gag is a roof, right? A rar is, is uh, something that comes off of your, of your body. But Aleph, Aleph, which is the beginning of Azreka, which are two letters that don't really equal a word, over there, Tanakama might say that you're not chayav because it's not really a word, Aleph Aleph, if you only wrote those two. And Rabbi Shimon will hold that since you use the Aleph Aleph together in a kamiya, which is something a guy would write to hang around his neck for, to, to protect yourself from something, even though it's it's common to go over there, you might think that it will work. Rabbi says, remember Rabbi Shimon the Chumrah, you think Rabbi Shimon is coming to be machmir? But Tanya, we learned in the Brayta, Kodeach Kol Shul Chayav, guy who drills even a little bit, Yechayav. If you scrape a little bit, chayav. If you tan a little bit, chayav. If you engrave a little bit of a design in a keli, you have to drill the whole hole. So you see that Rabbi Shimon is being more lenient. Till you tan the whole thing, till you scrape the whole thing, till you engrave the whole thing. Rabbi Shimon is is not going to be chayav for doing less than what you want to do. So you, you see in these cases that if a guy planted to drill a whole hole and you drill half, Rabbi Shimon would So, so too, when you're doing Aleph, Aleph of Azreka, Rabbi Shimon would, since you're planning to write the whole Azreka, he would never make you chayav. So don't try to tell me that Rabbi Shimon is different than Kama, so you know, because Aleph, Aleph, he'll be strict. Rabbi Shimon is being more lenient, not more strict. Ela Rabbi Shimon had what's Rabbi Shimon come to teach you? In other words, if you're planning to write a, letter, a whole word, you're not chayav until you write the whole word, even if the aleph aleph, uh, even though you wrote two letters. Can you say this? We send the bright and the short says, you see, achat yechol, you might thought, ajif tovat yem shem kol, you might think you have to write the whole word, tamolom me'achat. One second, one second. So Rabbi Shimon says that you have, that you might have thought that you have to write the whole word, tamolom me'achat, this is me'achat, you don't write the whole word. So, so how can you say, mean that Rabbi Shimon holds it to the whole world? Tirutz ve'em ahachi. Rather, explain the bright like this. Yachol, you might have thunk, you might have thunk that you had to write the whole pasuk that you were planning to write. Ma'achat means only, only the word. But Rabbi Shimon is being very, very lenient, and he holds that if you write a partial word, you're not chayav until you write the whole word that you were planning to write. The only time you'll be chayav on a partial word is, according to Rabbi Shimon, is if you were thinking and you're doodling, then you chayav for, for a partial word. Because then, like, for example, you were planning to write the word Shimon, and you write Shem, 
So that makes you patu till you finish your one. But if you're just dueling your right shin man, you will be chayav because it's the word shin. Says the Gemara. Rabbi Yossi Omer, va'asa achat va'asa hena. It says va'asa by one. It says va'asa by hena. What do we learn from this? Pa'amim she'chayav achat al-tulam. We learn that some of the guy could be chayav one chatat for all of them. Pa'amim and sometimes she'chayav al-kol achat v'anach. Sometimes she'chayav for each one. What does that mean? Our verse will be chayav. My time is in there. So what's the reason? Achat me'achat. Hena me'hena. There's a bunch of extra things. There's achat and me'achat, the extra men. Hena and me'hena. What do we learn from here? We learn, af shi'hena, behena shi'achat. Sometimes you do af and it's a lot. You do a little and you do a lot of things. Behena, sometimes you do a lot of things. It's a plural, shi'achat, which only get one. Achat, shim'on. Right? When you do achat, teaches you you're not chayab until you write the whole world you had in mind, which is shimon. You write the whole shimon. Me'achat, shem shimon. Okay. Hena teaches you avot malachot. Mehena teaches you also todot. Achat shi hena, one which is which is many. How does that work? Zadon Shabbat Shigat Malachot. If a guy knew it was Shabbat, he didn't know the Malachot. So if a guy knows Shabbat, but he forgot the Azur, then he's Chayav many. You could be Chayav many, many things over there. Because in that case, in that case, you Chayav for each and every one of the 39 Malachot that you might have done. But, Hena shi'echat, you can do many, and chayav one, what's that? Shigon Shabbat, the Zamnachot. If you forgot Shabbat and you remember the Malachot, then you're going to be chayav only one, because you're forgetting is about Shabbat. So basically, remember like this. If a guy forgot the Shabbat, so even if he did 39 Malachot, he's only going to be chayav, according to this, one Korban, because he only forgot Shabbat, which is one thing. But if you remember Shabbat and he forgot that, we found a case of a short word which is part of a long word. Like Shem Shimon. Midami. Mem Deshim Satum. Mem Deshimon Patuach. We're asking a question. How can we say that the word Shem Mishimon Yechayav, which means that if a guy's planning to write the name Shimon and he writes Shimon Yechayav, what do you mean? It's not the same men. When you're writing Shimon, the men is a regular inside of a word mem with an open bottom called mem pitucha. And when you're writing the word Shem, since the mem is the last letter, it's a mem sofit. And Mem Sofit is closed. It's not the same letter. So how can you say, well, a guy who writes the Shin Mem in a Shimon should be Chayav because he wrote the word Shem. That's not the word Shem. That's a, that's a piece of Shimon because you never put a Mem like that. You never put an open Mem at the end of a word. Says the Gemara, Amar Abchas, this Satum So says Rebbe Chista, you see from this Gemara, that if a guy is writing a Sefer Torah and he's supposed to put a closed mem and instead he makes an open mem, it's fine. Because you see that an open mem and closed mem are interchangeable. 
because we see that, that a guy who writes Shem is Shimon is half. May TV, you ask the question. It says, Uchtavtam, and to write it complete. Shekhtivatam, I have to complete. Ktavtam, write it completely, like Tam, Yaakov Ish Tam. Shekhtivatama, that the writing should be complete. Don't write Aleph instead of Ayn. So Ayn Aleph, don't write Ayn instead of Aleph. What else? Betin Kaf, don't write your bets as Kafs. Don't write Kaf in Betin, don't write Kaf's bets. Gimel Tzadi, the Tzadi Gimel, don't make it Tzadi Gimel, don't Gimel Tzadis. Dalad, Resh, Resh, and Dalad, don't make it Dalad into Resh, and Resh into Dalad. Hein, Chetin, Chetin, Hein, don't make it Hein into Chetin into Hein. Vavs, Yudin, Yudin Vav, don't make sure your Yuds are short and your Vavs are long. Zayin, Nun, Nun, Zayin, make sure your Nun and Zayin are not interchangeable. Tetin, Pein, Pein, Tetin, separate your Tet and Peis. Kufim, Shutim, Shutim, Kufim, don't make your bent ones straight and don't make your straight ones bent. Memim, Samchim, Samchim, don't make Memim, Samach, Samach, And Satum, Patuach, Patuach, Satum, don't make closed, open and open closed. What else should you do? Parsha, we're still continuing with the Brighta, explaining all the different things. We'll get to the question in a second. Parsha Petucha, lo The Parsha is supposed to be closed, open, which means it's supposed to be a Parasha that ends with a space. Lo don't make it too close. Pizma is supposed to be closed, lo don't make it open. Katma. Okay. If, if it's supposed to be written like a song, spread apart, or you wrote a shida in like a regular way, or you wrote it without ink, or you, or, or you put dust, gold dust, on Hashem's name, you have to put these, but we see from here, that if a person writes a, a letter that's supposed to be open and closed, like the memes that we're talking about, it's, it's Basul. Well, no, you're right. According to that bright, uh, it is Basul. But Rav Chista, who said before that you write them open and closed, he's going like a different time. The time he went to the bright, Vidabhadra says, Neva Besheni, Veniskehem, Veshishi, Veniskeha, Veshvi'i, Kimishmatam. When it comes to the Sukkot, sometimes it switches to Niskeha, Niskehem, and Niskeha. Now, if you notice, the extra letters in these words are Mem, Yud, Mem. And they hint to the Mayim of Mikan Remez, the Nisuch Mayim in Atorah. Umid Batuach, Vasu Satum, Kashel, Satum Nami, Vasu Batuach, Kashel. Now, because you see in this Drasha, the word was Veniskehem, right? That's a Mem. Then it said this and it says it says kimishpatam. Now the mem yud mem equals mime. but the first mem of mime is supposed to be open, and beniskehem is a mem sofit, and they're both mem sofits. So you see from this drasha that they're interchangeable. Aha! And so, so therefore, Reb Chista, who says that's okay, is going like this right uh, that they're interchangeable, and that's why Shem Mishimon is going to be chayav because it's going like that. We're talking about a case where you had an open one and you made it closed. And you're talking about and you're talking about a case of closed making open. Closed open is downgrading. But 
open clothes is upgrading because up, uh, a closed mem is more holy, as we're going to see coming right up. So, we left off last time saying that the words mayim from the pasuk, even though the mem in the pasuk were all mem sofits, still we were able to make a dirasha that included the word mayim with the first mem not being a mem sofit. Seemingly, they're interchangeable. And therefore, we want to claim that also, if something was supposed to be a mem sofit, and you switch it to a regular mem, that should also be okay. That's what we're assuming at this point. That was because we said that if a guy writes Shem Mishimon, the word Shem, when it's its own name, has a mem sofit at the end. And when you're writing Shimon, you write a regular mem in the middle of the word. And therefore, we had we know, we, we were asking, how do you know that that's considered still like you wrote the name Shem, even though the mem is an open mem, not a middle of the word mem? Well, it says, well, if a open one that was made closed is okay, so surely a closed one that's made open is also should be okay. The Gemara challenges that now. The Gemara says, You are raising it when you take an open one and you make it closed. Which, like, like in the case of the Mem Yud Mem. Why? The Mem and Samach that were in the Luchot were, they had to, in the Luchot, they were able to um, hover in the air by a miracle. The reason why this is so is as follows. The Luchot were carved all the way through. And therefore, some, when something is carved all the way through, so as long as it's not a circle, so it has a, a little piece that it could hang from. But if it's a circle, like a mem or a samach, so then it's able, then really the, the middle piece of the circle should fall out of the luchot when you tilt it, or should fall down to the bottom of the luchot if you don't tilt it. But the fact that it, the the Gemara says that it stayed by a miracle. It was able to hover in the air like a miracle. The middle, the carved out piece was able to hang in midair like by a miracle. Okay? So we know that in in the, on the luchot, there were mem sofits. So therefore, we know that a closed mem is a holy thing. So when you take an open mem and you make a closed mem out of it, you holyized it because you made it like the luchot. That's for sure okay. But if I had a closed one, I make it open, which is not like it was the luchot. You're making it worse. These rabbis said that the letters mem nun sadi and chaf that have double words, that was made, that have double letters, these these letters, there, there are there are five letters that have doubles. Mem, Nun, Sadi, Pei, and Chaf. So, Yirmiya, in the name of Rechir Rava, said that the fact that these are doubled is it something that the Nevi'im instituted. Now, if the Nevi'im instituted, that means on the Luchot, it was a Mem Sofit, because we know there was a Mem Sofit on the Luchot. So, that means that Mem Sofit is the original one, 
and the secondary one is the open one, the middle one, the middle of the word. So we see, so we see that the holier one has got to be the mem sofit, and therefore, how could you say that when you have when you take just because you take an open mem, you can make a mem sofit? It stands to reason you could take a mem sofit and make it open, not necessarily if the original one was sofit, then you shouldn't be able to switch it to a lower level one. Nehemiah says, no, Nehemiah answers this by challenging the assumption. You're assuming that the open mem is less holy because it was made by the Nevi'im? It can't be. It doesn't say in the Torah. And indicates these are the mitzvot. And no one can add to the Torah. And, the, and you're claiming that the Nevi'im came and they added a letter like an open mem. Can't be. The more I answer is different answer. Really, they had both types, mem, open, open and closed mem, because you can't add anything new into that. So it must mean the Torah had both of them. And if you want to know what the Nevi'im did, what the Nevi'im did was they decided which one should be the front, the beginning of the word or the end of the word. Mar says, still, the Nevi'im can't decide that. Vakati Elamitzvot doesn't say Elamitzvot that nothing could be added. So how can the Nevi'im add this rule of what goes beginning and what end? Really, in the time of the Moshe, everyone knew that the Mem Sofit at the end of the word, the open Mem in the middle, middle of the word. And the, the people forgot what the rule was, and the Nevi'im put the rule back, but they didn't make any new rules. Gufa, we said in the Gemara. It was amazing, but you could read the script of the Luchot inside and outside. Usually when you chisel something in, you can only read it one way. The other way, it looks like a mirror. Here, it was able to be read both ways. Kigon Nevuv Bubin. Nevuv would look like Bubin. Right? Bahar Rahav. Suru Valas. That's the backwards of both ways. Now, we're going to discuss the great things about the letters of the Torah. This is, a, this is a very, very fascinating Gemara, which tells you about the depth that's behind the simple letters of the Aleph Bet. You'll notice that many Mizmorim of Tehillim that are very, very holy go with the Aleph Bet. Like, for example, Ashleh goes with the Aleph Bet. I'm not saying of the Pilatapayim, of Vidui, goes by the Alphabet, because the Alphabet has very, very deep significance to its order and why the letters are where they are. And there's even other ways to learn. There's Atbash, and you'll see a bunch of other ways to learn. And each one of those ways has deep Sodot that Hashem created the world with them. So we're going to go through a little bit of it over here. I'm the Rabbi Nanda of Yashub and Levi. So they told him, young people came to the Beit Midrash and they said, Hidushim, that we never heard from Yeshua Benun's times. What are they? They said the following Aleph Bet, when you see the word Aleph Bet, it stands for Aleph Bina. Learn Hidushim. Gimel Dalid sounds like. The word gimel stands for gomel, dalim. Do good to to the poor people. And now let's clarify. My time up shuta kar ed gimel gabed dalit. 
Why does the leg of the gimel stick out towards the dalad? If you put a gimel dalad next to each other, the leg of the gimel looks like it's kicking out towards the dalad. Because the way of someone who does chesed is that he should run after the person from the chesed too. And therefore, the leg of the gimel goes close to the dalad for that reason. Why does the leg of the dalad go towards the gimel? If you look at the back letter of the dalad, it has to lean a little bit out the other way. Why does it do that? That means that if if the rich man wants to do good to the to the poor man, the poor man shouldn't say, "Make an appointment." I lean a little towards you to help you help me. Uh, why is the dalad look like it's looking away from the gimel? The gimel is looking at the dalad, and the dalad is looking away from the gimel. Why is that? Because you have to give the dalid, give the, the dal, the dalim, the, the poor man, secretly, so he shouldn't get embarrassed from you. That's why if you look at a gimel and dalad, one after the other, the dalad is looking away from the gimel. Hevav, what about Hevav? This is Hashem's name. Zayin, Chet, Tet, Yud, Chav, Lamed. What does that stand for? The im ata osekin. If you do this, I mean, if you do aleph bet gimel dalad, you learn and you do gomel chadim. Then Hakadosh Baruch Hu zanotcha. Hashem will give you food. Vechenotcha and give you favor. Umetiv and do good to you. That's a tet. V'noten lecha lecha. It will give you a keter yirusha. It'll give you inheritance. Give you a crown, that's Mem Yud, that's Zayin Chetet Yud Chaf, and Lamed Leolamaba. In Olamaba, you'll have the Ketet. You don't get the Ketet here, you get the Ketet in Olamaba. That's all if you do Alphabet Kibodal. Mem Petucha Mem Petuam. Open and close Mem. Ma'amar Patuak, Ma'amar Satum. It's referring to a statement of the rabbis which you're allowed to tell everyone about. And Ma'amar Satum, a statement that you're not supposed to tell everyone. Some things you should keep secret. Why, why a standing noon and a and a and a regular noon? Right? There's a bet noon and a straight noon, which is the noon sofit and not. Neeman kafuf, neeman pashut. Faithful people are sometimes bent and sometimes they stand straight, which means in this world a neeman would sometimes have to give in, but in the next world he's able to stand straight like the noon sofit. That's why the noon sofit, in the end, the noon is straight. Interesting. Perhaps. Samach ayin. What's samach and ayin? Somech anim. Support poor people. Others explain. Simanin asim Make simanim for the Torah like we see in the Gemara sometimes, and then you'll be able to acquire it. Means make ways to remember the Torah in your mind. A bent pair and a straight pair. Pair sofit is pishuta. Why? An open mouth and a closed mouth. So the open pair is sometimes you open mouth, sometimes you keep it closed. Sadi kvat sadi kvat. Now the sadi stands for the sadiq. Why? 
Ben Tzadik and the standing Tzadik. Isn't that the same thing as Ne'eman Bet? And when you're Ne'eman and you're Tzadik, you should bend even more. That means you should accept the Torah with humility. Because you should do it always when you bent. Kuf Kadosh, Resh Rasha. The Kadosh, Kuf is the Kadosh, is the Holy One, and Resh is the Rasha. Why is the Kuf turned away from the Resh? If you do Resh Kuf, the Kuf is turned to the left, and the Resh is turned to the left. Why is that? Because Hashem says, I don't want to look at the Rasha. That's why the Kuf is facing away from the Resh. Why is that that even though the kuf is faced away from the resh, but if you look at the crown on the kuf, the crown on the kuf always faces towards the resh. Why? Hashem says, even though I'm looking away from you, I'm looking away from you so you can learn the right thing. But if you come back to me, I'll put a crown on your head like I have on mine. Why is the leg of the kuf not attached? Kuf is the only letter that has a, a letter not attached. This way, if the, if the rasha who is next to it does the shuvah, he can go into the kuf through the bottom. Why doesn't it come through the other side? The kuf has another opening. Why doesn't it come from the other side? If the guy's a let's, then Hashem acts let's him with him. But if he's humble, Hashem is humble with him. Hashem wants to help the people do Teshuvah. So he doesn't want to make just one opening to do Teshuvah. On the Kuf, there's two openings. The bottom and the side, in order to show you that we have many different ways Hashem is coming to help a person do Teshuvah in any way that's possible for the person. Sheen is Sheken. Taf is Emet. Now we ask an interesting question. How come the letters of Sheket are next to each other? Kuf, Resh, Shin. They're right next to each other. And Emet, Melach, But the letters of Met, Aleph, Mem, Tav, are in the beginning, middle, and end of the Torah. Why is that? Because Shekra, Shekiyach, Kushta, Loshkiyach. Because it's very, very common to get lies. But to get truth, not so easy. Why is Sheker always standing on one leg? You'll note that the letters Sheen, Kuf, and Resh, all, if you made a 3D version of them, would be wobbly and wouldn't be able to stand on their own on the table. And Aleph, Mem, Tav can stand on their own. Kushta Kai, Shikra Lokai. Of course, truth can stand on its own, but the Sheker, Never stands. You try it, but it ends up falling down. Try to lie, but you end up uh, getting yourself in trouble. Atbash. What is Atbash? Now, Atbash is a system that they use for the Torah where they take the letter Aleph and they put it right next to the Taf. First and last. Then they have the second and the second to last. And the third and the third to last. They put it again. It's called Atbash. Okay? It's also a valid way of learning the Torah. Says the Gemara, what's Atbash? Oti Ta'arb. Look, if you hate me, I don't want him. Bash, Betshin. Baloch Eshek, Shmi Yachol Alav. If 
B, if he doesn't want me, then I'm not going to put my name on him. Gimel Vish. Gufotima, if he makes his body Tameh, Anachem Alav, I'm going to have mercy on him. No way. Dalit Kuf. Daloti Na'al, if he locks the doors on my shoes, Kadav Lo I'm not going to cut his pride out. out. You lock my shoes, I'll cut you down. Atkan Midat Rishaib. This is good for explaining what happened to the Shaim. When it comes to Sadiqim, Atbash, then I should have Atbash the other way. Imatabosh, if you're if you have humility, Gardak. Then Gur Bedok, you live in the heavens. Hats Vav. If you have a, a, a mechitza in between you and anger, then za'chastan. Then you're not scared of the satan. Then yamkol. Then the Gestashinam is going to say, Throw these in the yam of Gehinam. The Rosh Hashanah of the yam called, throw them all into Gehinam. I'm going to say back, Achas beta gif, which means, Anichas lehem shishim ba'atu begif. Hashem is going to say, I have mercy on them, because they didn't do, uh, they didn't do gilayot. Dakats, takimem, kerimem, sadikimem, which means, they're clean, they're correct, they're sadikim, halak, and, and therefore, you have no chilek in the Jews. Umaraz shat. And Gihinam says, That means that the people are going to say, Give us a little from the people of Shet. People of Shet are the children of Shet, which includes most of the world. Amalah, Hashem will say back to him, Al Bam Gan. This is a different way you connect. Al Bam Gan is you connect Aleph with Lamin and Be with Mem. So you, you split the whole Torah, all the letters 22 and a half, and Aleph goes with Lamin, Be with Mem, and you keep going like that. Al Bam Gan Das. What do we learn from there? Where will I take them instead of giving them to Gan? To Gainam? I'll take them to Gan of. Hadassim, which is Gan Eden. He Vath, which means Ginam says, I'm hungry for people to throw in Ginam. Zatzchak. Hashem says, No, these are the Zarol, these are the children of Zchak, of Yitzchak, and therefore you can't have them, Satan. Tar Yashkat, which means Toriyash is a line. Yashkito, what's the line? Meaning you can't have the Jews. Take the line of Goyim from Shet, and you can have them. Right? I'll give you those guys. Okay. That's the end of this beautiful Gemara. Says the Mishnah, brand new Mishnah. One second. Says the Mishnah. Hakotev, a guy who writes, two letters, with one forgetting, Chayav, he's still Chayav. Okay? Now, if you are with ink, 
Sam, he wrote with paint. Besikra, with red pigment. Bekomos, with gum. Bekankantun, if you wrote with, with iron. Bechodabal, Shem, or anything that writes. Aoshnei Kotez Viot, if you write on two walls of a corner, where you're writing on the west and the northern wall, right next to each other, and you could read it together. Or, two, um, two pages of a pinkas where it could be read together. If you write on your hand, you write a letter, a word on your hand. If you scratch out the letters on your on your on your body, it's You wrote with a liquid. Let's say you took oranges or you took um, soda and you and you wrote with it, or meperot or orange juice. Or avak or you wrote you wrote on the back of someone's dusty window of his car. Avak sofrim with the, with the dry dust on the bottom of the inkwell. V'chol davar anything that does not last patur yepatur la'achal yado. You wrote on the back of him, and you didn't write smooth because it's a funny way to write. But I go you wrote with your foot. Maybe you wrote with your mouth. Mapakto or you wrote with your elbows. Katav otechat samukla katav. Or there was already a letter written and you wrote a letter next to it in order to make it a word. If a guy tried to write a chet, you write two zines. Or you wrote one letter on the floor, one letter on the wall. They wrote on two different letters. Two, two pages of a notebook. But it cannot be read together. Patur, in all the cases you are Patur. Kedav Otechad Mechrikin, if you wrote an abbreviation, Rabbi Yishua ben Matel Chayev, Chachalim Potim, is Machlokin about that, or the Chayav, if you write an abbreviated sentence. Says the Gemara, Diyo, Diyota, ink means black ink, Sam, Sama, Sam is yellow ink, Sikra is red. Amar Rabbi Barachana, Sikrata Shema, it's called Sikrata. Kumas Kuma, Kumas is gum Arabic. Kankantom, Amar Rabbi Barachana, Amar Bishmol, Charta Dushkapi. It's shoemaker's shoe polish. Ubechol Davar Shudoshem, if you write with anything that makes a mark. Now, to your mind, what is this a kol davar? What's it coming to include? Every time it says bechol davar, has to be included something that's not mentioned in the Mishnah. What's it including? Says the to your mind, to your had the Tanya b'chia, because b'chia said the following: katvo b'metalia v'aptia kasher. Just like if a guy wrote write a get with metalia or dirty water or with gallnut juice, it's kosher. So too, if you write with these two liquids on Shabbat, you also chayav, because you see it's considered writing. Tanya Rebbechia says, "Katvo be'ever." The guy wrote with lead. The old time time lead pencils. Nowadays pencils are graphite. In the old days used to be lead for a little bit. B'shahor or b'shichor, charcoal or blacken or or, or, or blackenings. Kasher, all these things are kosher. Which means if it gets kosher, that means you can't have much about. Hamasalat we said in the Mishnah, if you scratch on your body, you chayav, according to the Beliezer. Tanya went to the bright, I'm not Beliezer Chamim, Beliezer, who said you chayav, said, hold the Chachamim. I'll bring your proof that you chayav for scratching yourself. 
There was a guy who wanted to smuggle out spells. It seems like the Egyptians were excellent, excellent at magic. And they had these written spells that people wanted to carry out. They used to search you with a body search when you leave the country to make sure you weren't carrying out any copies of these spells. And this guy, Ben Sitcher, wanted to, he wanted to uh, do copyright infringement. So he figured he'll take the spells in Egypt and he'll sneak them out by scratching it on his body. And he carried out like that. So he wrote it himself. You can't bring a proof from this guy because he was trying to get it out of text. So he's acting in a dumb way. That doesn't mean that writing on your body becomes normal just because he did it to get out of taxes. The, the rabbis didn't agree, and therefore they did not they did not hold that scratching on your body is chayav. If you wrote a letter on a paper next to another letter that was previously there before, we said you patur. Who says you patur? I'm a rabbi by Rachana. Rabhuna. The law can be Ain't Rabbi Eliezer. We don't know who it is, but not Rabbi Eliezer. If it was Rabbi Eliezer who was writing this, he says that if you, Rabbi Eliezer said when it comes to weaving, that if you already have a loom there and you added one thread to it, you're chayav. So he should agree that if, if you're, and just like over there, you really need two, but you add one to an existing one, you're chayav. So to here, when you add one letter to an existing letter, you should be chayav for two letters. So therefore, since Rabbi Eliezer says that, he can't be the author of a Mishnah who says that when you add a letter, you patur. Next thing. We said, if you write on top of words that are there already, you also patur. Amar B'chisim Fisher says, the law can be this can't be the Yudah. The time you learned in the Brayta, Hadesh Ayat Zerich Letov Et Hashem, a guy who wants to write a name. Av Hashem. It can be the Tov Yudah. And instead of writing Hashem's name, we're supposed to be, you wrote the word Yehuda. Yud He, and you go into Yehuda. You, you're supposed to be Vav He, you did Vav Dalad. And then you were like, Hey at the end. Read Dalad, Vav Tibo Dalad. But then, while you were writing Yehuda, you left the Dalad out. Ma'avir Alad Kulmus. According to one rabbi, you're allowed to. You're allowed to put a little piece in the hay and make it holy. Even though you had a mind to write, you had a mind to write a dalid, right? Yehuda, yud he, vav, dalid he. Now, in that dalid, when you wrote the dalid, you had a mind to write Yehuda. You were supposed to write Hashem. You had a mind to write Yehuda. And then, now you're going to switch by putting the bottom of the hay and write it, Lashem Hashem. Are you allowed to do that? So they say, Rehuda says, you are. He says, you're not allowed, because since you wrote the beginning, having one Yehuda, it's no good. But Rehuda says, it, it would be good. So Rehuda says, this would be good. He should agree, in the other case, that if you write a letter next to another letter, that you chayav. Okay, we're going to start next time at the word Tana. Tana, it's about 10 lines at the bottom of the page. Enjoy your day, guys. Oh, better.